0: Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. But now I'm using my huge mouth to talk really smart things with my favorite reality stars, influencers, YouTubers, you name it. They're going to mouth off too. Bam! This
1: is Mouthing Off with Olivia.
0: So I have been talking to Bibiana for 15 minutes or so and I didn't have my mic on. (laughs) Hey, Bibiana's here on the Skype. Mm -hmm. Hey, hey. Um, Yeah, so I can't be in Miami, but I wanted... We've been literally Instagram messaging each other for like weeks, being like, hey, let's podcast. And now here we are. Yeah. And I did such a good job and didn't turn my mic on. But we have Bibiana from Winter Games and from The Bachelor. Um, She's given us some really good tea, and I wanted... I'm going to go back to three things that we've been talking about and then we'll move on. But I want to talk about your life before the bachelor, what brought you on the bachelor. And it's something that we didn't know really.
1: So, right. so I am a happily divorced woman. What? <laughs> yes. And I feel like maybe everybody needs to get married once to know exactly what they want.
0: <laughs> so I should get married today.
1: Go get married. And then be like, yeah. So you, you know, you've been grass,
0: married. No,
1: yeah. The grass isn't always greener on the other side. Um, I always just grew up with this idea of like, you know, I want to get married. And I was like, I want to get married young. And, you know, every boyfriend of mine, as crazy as this sound. right, growing up, I wasn't allowed to have a boyfriend until I was 15. And I would have a boyfriend for like two years. I call it the two-year curse, oh. right? So my rela- I've never had a relationship longer than two years.
0: Well, I have like the two week curse, so.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, right now I'm going on a like dry spell completely. Me too, damn. Not, it's not working. Like it just, I'm I'm going through me time. It's definitely a growing and evolving time for me. I'm here Um, for it. I'm here for it. But, so I have this two year curse and within that two year curse, I've always convinced my boyfriends to buy me a ring. I mean like a promise ring or some kind of ring You're about the, the ring yeah i'm i was so obsessed with this idea of like this princess fairy tale until i finally thought i found this guy got married within six months and then i was like oh wait shit. Can I say? oh shit yes exactly. i said I it like, for you <laughs> um it was really fast the guy was not from here he was a spaniard and such a gentleman and like super da like very dapper and I want to take care of you when I was in school and he was in school it was like this whole thing and the moment we got married I was like oh my god what did I sign up for and I mean it takes two to tango Mm -hmm. but a lot changed within our relationship fairly quickly and I gave up a lot of my life um in order to make it work and I felt like um I was suffocating and he started he started treating me pretty badly Like, like leaving on weekends or just insulting me. Like it got bad, like it to the point where I remember this one fight that we had, because I'm very, I block everything from my memory. Like, I don't remember anything. I don't remember anything and anything bad. I really just try to hold on to the good of a relationship. So my sisters will say stories and I'm like, I don't remember that. And they're like, Oh, that That happened. Um, but I do remember this one time where like I was waking up in the morning, I was working because he wanted me to get a job again. Cause I was going to school and I wanted to focus on school only so I can finish. And I woke up and we had been fighting, obviously not a good marriage. And he said, he's like, you're such a loser. I'm embarrassed to be with you. And I was like, I need to go to the gym right now because I'm going to lose, I'm going to lose my shit. Like this guy, I just married you so you can in the U.S. That's what it was. So we could start our, our, like, start our family together so we can finish school, so we can get married in Spain together. That's what happened. This is what a glass of wine does to me. I started talking
0: to truth. Thank God my mic wasn't on because this is better than the first time.
1: Yeah. Yes. So basically, he got offered a really good job and it was like either he stays in the U.S. or he goes to Brazil and we couldn't imagine ourselves not being together and we felt like we were going to be together forever, so we're just like, let's fast forward a little bit. You know, like we don't want a wedding. Let's just get married, like, in through court. Which by, that's right what you now, did. Yeah. So we could finish school, and then we can celebrate with our family. His grandparents, his family had moved to to Florida, but his grandparents still lived in Spain, and we wanted to have the wedding with his grandparents. So that was our plan, and everything happened so quickly. And the moment that we got married, it was just like night and day. He started mistreating me. He talked down to me all the time. And I remember that morning where like, he said that to me, how it all, how our breakup actually happened was he left the country without telling me anything during the holidays. So imagine me a girl who everybody told me not to marry this guy. And I, I was like, I believe in us. Like I'll give up whatever. I'll go back to work so we can, so I can work. And I'll just go to night, like school at night. He would complain. Like I would be exhausted, emotionally exhausted. He would complain. Like I would have to, he would go to school. He was doing his, his master's or his business program, like on the weekend. So he would work through the weekend and he would work on the weekend. And so on Saturday I was so exhausted that I was, Like, sneak in the cleaning lady to help me on Saturday mornings while he was in school. He would complain. He wouldn't let me go out. He wouldn't take me out to dinner. He's like, that's too much money. And like, this guy did not come from a bad family. Like, I was suffering. I wish you could talk about
0: him on the show. This would have been revolutionary.
1: Yeah. So, like, I'm, you know, like, so people see me as, like, you know, we can get into the winter games thing or whatever. We will. In a bit. But like, a lot of what I learned about a relationship was through him and i think that he's a great person like this guy's going to be successful Mm -hmm. like anything he touches Hmm. like he succeeds business wise he's a go-getter so i really believed in him and i still do i'm like i don't need to talk to him to know that he's gonna make it in life like really well and he's gonna do well for himself but we weren't a match for each other you know and so like when you take somebody who's like Manipula- manipulative and kind of arrogant and just what's the word he's like um passive aggressive Ugh. which is the worst I mean you
0: use the word manipulative right which sounds right so you you have been married breaking news yeah you didn't
1: yeah it was like a whole year breakup it was like super quick um, so I fall
0: in love really fast. <laughs> uh, I do, too. I freaking do, too. Actually, you know what? Before we get to everything, I have an update. Um, so, Bib, I um, met a guy and, like, it was great, right? Um, everyone, he dumped me, so I'm single again. And <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> So I, uh, (laughs) I did a okay. So last week we had a podcast. I did a podcast with Danielle Maltby, who's amazing, and I gave an update about my relationship. And he literally dumped me the night before it was airing, and it was too late to change it. So as I had been dumped. Y'all are all listening to me talking about how we're dating, but we, he dumped me the night before. It was great timing. It's all good. Sort of like i have had a couple pints of ice cream and we're good to go. So please don't write on my wall saying, I'm so glad that you found someone. Cause I haven't.
1: Okay. Bye. <laughs> on to- we're, it's a punk. We're so, so
0: Bibiana thought she found someone in Ari, but lo and behold, there was no chemistry there. And I want you to, I mean, I want you to tell. Let's do like a moment with Ari in real time. You and him.
1: Hi. 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 Is that how Ari
0: sounds? Hi.
1: And then I would be nervous because he wouldn't
0: talk. He like okay wait before we get to the, to the one... story about the the thing. Like, did he ask you questions or was it literally just like...
1: I felt like he really, um, he didn't really ask me a lot of questions. I will say, I'm going to defend him a little here, okay. right? Um, a lot of this going in, I thought that it would play to our advantage, the fact that he was so disconnected from the franchise for so long, right? Mm-hmm. And in turn, it didn't really play out that way because... I thought, well, good. He's going to be just as nervous as we are. Mm-hmm. But had there been somebody from Rachel season, yeah. he would have already be have been used to the, the flow of things yeah. and kind of the transition of like the way things work. Mm. Um, question, question. Did you want it to be Peter? I didn't watch Rachel season. What? I didn't. I wanted to. So my little sister did. I really wanted to because I I really liked her the the what I watched from Nick's season I really liked Rachel but I didn't watch it because I'm like I don't want to go in there with this idea of who this guy is wow. when I can just meet him in person I wanted it to be special for me
0: you're so sweet and genuine and so not like a lot of the people who? So I didn't really
1: know Peter, but then when I got, like, right before I left, like, it was, like, the Peter frenzy, and, like, mm. I never went on his Instagram. Good for you. I never, I never went on his Instagram. I was, like, I don't want to see what this guy does. I, like, obviously, you hear that he was a personal trainer. I never clicked on his photos. None of that. Good and for then, you. Just because I'm, like, I don't want to, you know, it's happy, Graham you know, like Instagram is happy Graham, And then like what you're going to see from the show, I, I don't, I didn't want, obviously I heard about this breakup, Mm -hmm. but I didn't watch the breakup. I didn't watch anything. And at that time I didn't follow a lot of bachelor people. Mm. So it's not like it, you know how it filters on your popular feed? Like things that, right. Like now it's everybody from the bachelor for me, but before it wasn't. And I remember, like, once Ari was announced, one of my girlfriends, like, DMed like, me a picture. And I was like, what is this? Hold on. Now we can. Now I can talk about, like, I don't even think that him and I would actually, like, click as people because I feel like I'm a lot to handle. And <laughs> Too hot like, to he, handle.
0: Wow. He's a lot,
1: he, I'm a lot to handle, and he seems like, Obviously, he's a very good-looking guy. I still don't follow him on Instagram. I think it's awkward as
0: hell. I don't follow Ben. I would never follow Ben. It's too weird. Do you want to laugh?
1: Yes. So, Ben's birthday tomorrow, and I just got this notification on the side of, you know, how, like, I ca- the iCalendar syncs, and it sends you notifications, yes? and it just popped up. Ben H's birthday tomorrow. Why? Do you have his computer. phone number or something? We did Winter Games. Oh, Duh.
0: Oh, my God! See, I forget all everything as we talked about. Wait. Oh, my gosh. What do you think of Ben? I
1: adore him. You should have been on our season. I adore him. I adore him. No, because I mean, I probably would have lost my shit because he was so good looking. I wouldn't (laughs) be able to talk like that's how I was. (laughs) Um, um, I think my so I crushed on Ben. I had a huge crush on Ben during winter games, huge, which didn't really play out because it wasn't really relative to my story, you know, especially being with Kevin and then, um, with Jordan, Jordan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pee. I'm going to pee in my pants. Oh my, my a God. Potty. <laughs> So you were in love with Jordan? Oh my
1: God. I I think we need (laughs) to take a breather. There's so
0: many men. It's hard to remember their names, (laughs) you know? I wish I I wouldn't Uh have saved you just to see how long it would take before you could remember his name. I was like, oh my God. Well, okay. Me. So you had a crush on Ben. You wanted to, to have a relationship with well, Ben, and he was unavailable.
1: No, no, no. I didn't want to really have a relationship with him. I feel like, as a, like, again, I don't know if this was recorded before, but as women, I feel we, we're very intuitive. Yeah. And I'm a very intuitive person, and we either choose to listen mm-hmm. or completely shut it out and ignore it. From the moment I met Ben, I could tell that he was not emotionally available. Mm. Mm. um okay i i you know that played out in winter games right yeah. where you saw his struggle where right. he realized oh shit i'm not ready yeah you know um and so a lot of girls felt that going into i feel like it might have been the second rose ceremony mm-hmm. where we weren't sure like is he there because he's naturally a very charismatic and flirty guy very right where it's like he's just so nice and wholesome and like great. And he has such a good person and a good sense of humor and he's very good looking. So like easily you're just drawn to this oh guy. God, you're in almost,
0: love with like, Ben
1: Is he like ready? You know? Um, But there was a few times like where I would like look at him and I'm like, gosh, like, I know that a guy like that doesn't end up like, I don't, I don't end up with a guy like that, but it would be really nice if I did, um, you know, hello? just because he doesn't himself too seriously. Cause you know, those good guys that are too good and you're just like, I can't really mess with him. Oh, Cause it's no, like, yeah, you, can't, you can't get down and dirty with them in the bedroom. You know yes. what I'm saying? Like nobody just trying to stick to missionary. And so. I,
0: <laughs> I cannot do someone who just likes missionary. You at least need to do doggy style.
1: I'm too much on like this is too. Once you get me started, you know, what's your,
0: what's your position of choice? Or are you some like freak who does like swings? No, I can't do. I think that's too. No swings. I don't have the
1: core strength for that. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you need to go to a core class to do swings. I don't work do out enough for that. As much as I work out, I don't think that I would know. Well, I I'm- am
0: a big fan of doggy style and reverse cowgirl. Yeah. If everyone wanted to know,
1: that's yeah, my it depends thing. depends on the size, girl.
0: That's true. Sometimes it's a little too much.
1: Oh, you the- I also
0: have an update for everyone. I have been dumped, but I had my first orgasm.
1: <gasps> wait a minute. Hold on. You you have not had
0: a... No, and I have publicly talked about it on my podcast. I should have said this before. I don't know why I didn't think of it. I had an orgasm. Through penetration. Crazy. Okay, so wait, how did... did- Was it what you expected? It was amazing. And then I made made the mistake of telling him that it was my first orgasm. So I think he still has the biggest head in American history. But it was amazing. So worth it. And it is so worth it to find a guy who actually cares about your orgasm before his own.
1: One of my friends said that he read a that his dad made him read a book. She comes first, literally. So if there's any, yeah, and he said it changed my life
0: completely. Like I need to find me a man who is like I care about your orgasm. How can I make it happen? It was the most revolutionary thing because it's, I've never experienced that before.
1: Well, I really, I mean, I hope my parents don't think I'm still a virgin. Well, I was married, they, so I'm off the hook. Yeah, you know, yeah, you're not a virgin. Uh, my mom probably. My dad probably still thinks I am. Um, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and he will not be listening to this. So um, I'm gonna send it to him. I actually think like if guys were to focus on that a little bit more, it it turns us on even more. Totally. So you get it just. Improves your sex life In that in every entire. way If you're not trying to focus on me I'm like boring
0: I mean it turned me on so much That he cared about right. my orgasm That in turn I wanted him To have the best right. orgasm ever Not just right. any orgasm but like right. A good one It's like a mutually beneficial thing If you just give a shit about your girl's orgasm Everything is better for you Yeah, You know
1: It is I will say though, I'm not a one night stander. Oh, I can't, no. There's nothing comfortable no. about that. Like I have, to, I, and I realized this where, well, I've never really had a one night stand, but I, any time that I'm like dating someone and you get to that point, it takes me a good month to orgasm. Yeah. Well, pen- through. My body never feels completely comfortable. So like I'll, once I'm emotionally invested, right. So like, we've taken some time to get to know each other yep. and then it happens. And then even when it happens for me to actually like orgasm that first time it never happens. No, so never. like, I really can't be giving, I can't give myself to people that I know are only around for like a week or two.
0: Does that make sense? The problem is like, I don't know how long they're around. That's what I'm running into in life.
1: <laughs> Every time that I've tried, like anybody that I feel like, okay, what, I, like, it happens quickly, like two weeks. Mm. I'm like, mm. not. I'm not gonna, he's not, not the one. I'm like, I'm not
0: going to waste my time. I'm really glad that we got into that. That was not something that we had recorded previously, yeah. and I'm very excited. <laughs> <laughs> um, sex with Bibiana and live. All right. So when it comes to your health, brushing your teeth is one of the most important parts of your day. And my Quip toothbrush. It knows that. Quip has combined dentistry and design to make a better electric toothbrush. So let me describe Quip for you. Quip is the new electric toothbrush that packs just the right amount of vibrations into a much slimmer design at a fraction of the cost of those bulky, traditional electric brushes. Plus, it has guiding pulses that alert you when to switch sides. So it makes brushing your teeth the right amount completely effortless. You don't even have to think about it. Quip, my favorite part, comes with a mount that suctions right to mirrors so it doesn't get in the way on your bathroom counter and it also unsticks to use as a cover so my quip brush can travel with me Anywhere, So I don't know whether it's in your gym bag, as it always is for me. It lives in my carry-on. And because the thing that cleans your mouth should also be clean, shocker, by the way, Quip subscription plan refreshes your brush on a dentist-recommended schedule. So they deliver new brush heads every three months for just $5. That includes, by the way, free shipping worldwide. Quip is backed by over 10,000 dental professionals. That includes dentists, hygienists, dental students, And if that isn't enough By the way, they've been named one of Time Magazine's Best Inventions of the Year Most toothbrushes They don't do that, but Quip did. So find out for yourself why Quip is the absolute best. By purchasing this, you'll be helping your mouth and you'll be helping the Mouthing Off podcast remain your perfect Tuesday entertainment, which is so important. So Quip starts at just $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash Olivia right this second, you'll get your first refill pack totally free with a Quip electric toothbrush. Okay, that's your first refill pack Absolutely free at getquip.com slash Olivia. Let me spell that for you guys G E T Q U I P dot com slash Olivia. You're listening to Mouthing Off with Olivia. I do want to, I, I hate really talking about Ari because, um, you know, whatever reason, but I do want to talk about, you know, you had a lack of a connection with him, but the person that thought they had a great connection with him was Crystal. Right. And you had a moment with Crystal. Mic drop. Mic drop. drop. So Crystal
1: and I, um, Crystal and I really didn't know each other at that point because she had gone on the first one on one date and then I went on the group date. Mm. So, Fast forward, it's already the rose ceremony. Yeah, and there were a few girls that week that didn't get a date at all, mm. um, and a lot of us had waited around to talk to him. So what happened to me that night is you, you're not going to see it because it's boring. You're not going to see me waiting around to talk to him for two hours. <laughs> but I was on the derby date, which is hashtag another rose ceremony, literally, because it was like we were squatted. It was like fifteen of us. Ugh. And so I didn't get a chance to talk to him and I was really trying hard to be respectful of the girls and like, not just whatever. And it just, I didn't get to talk to him to the very, very, very end. And it was a minute. And in my head, I'm like, dude, like, how am I supposed to, I don't even know if I like this guy. Like how am I supposed to, if he keeps giving me a rose, how am I supposed to know that he really likes me? If he's just, you know, there's so many women. here. So that next role ceremony, I was like, I'm going to wait around. And, like, baby, go sit down. And I'm like, nope, I'll wait right here. Like, I was literally waiting for two hours standing in my heels. Like, wherever he went, I would just you follow. Like, yeah. I'm not going to wait until the end of the rose ceremony to talk to him. Wow. Like, I don't, I was just like, I need to know if I like this guy. And so when Crystal interrupted me and it was her, I'm like, Crystal, you know better. Like, you know that these girls haven't gone yeah. on a date, yeah. already have a rose. Like, she probably didn't know that I had didn't talk to him the previous day and that I was just trying to really talk to him that night. But when I went into the house, everybody was pissed. Did she have any friends? I think, yeah, she did. Like Becca M and her were fine. Like she was fine. I feel like she was fine with everyone, but at this point, not everybody knew each other that well. Yeah. I mean, like I had instantly clicked with like Tia, Lauren S Mm -hmm. and I had clicked her and I, probably talk a lot cn and i there's like a really funny yeah. clip of like cn just like sitting next to me like this like super sweet and composed and i'm <laughs> just like this i'm like super pissed with my arms crossed that should I'm be a like, meme I, sent her that, I screenshot and i sent her the picture and i was like this describes us, us perfectly you're just like so well spoken like you're just so composed and uh, i'm just like come at me bro yeah
0: that's what i said on um, the bachelor come at me bro i love that you said that <laughs>
1: So, um, but yeah, so like my, my feud with Crystal wasn't personal. It was more just like, don't be that girl. That's going to, and I'm not fake. Yeah. Right. I'm probably like the most, I mean, everybody keeps asking me like, how are you so real? How are you so genuine? I was like, probably the fact that I didn't watch enough of this show. So yeah. I kind of kept me as fresh as possible, you know, yeah. um, I went into it being real. Oops. Yikes. Yep. Um, yeah. But it was for me, it was just more like be respectful. And like even my friends, like there's been so many times, like I mean, you'll kind of see how my personality plays out, even with Ashley I and the Kevin thing in winter games. Yeah. Right? Where like she her and I had clicked, but we hadn't talked enough. And then we finally sat down and we talked, and she told me she was into Kevin and I had already gone on a date with Kevin. Yeah. And I was like, Girl, go for it. And she's like, For real. And I was like, please. Girl, go. Like I feel like if women were to get together more often. And talk to each other more. Guys would be in the shitter. I like, well,
0: they're already in the shitter. I believe me, but, but would, I so agree.
1: Like, there's been so many times where, like, one of the guys that I had dated in the past. I'm like, look, I understand that you may not be 100 percent in the position to like be in a relationship, mm-hmm. but if you're just honest with me, like, if you're going to be messing around, like, just be honest. Yeah. Right. And what happened? Like the last thing I want to do is walk into a bar and catch you on a date. Uh, Right. But if you're always in the know of what's going on, it allows you to kind of almost, it's almost your way of having control of the situation, right. Where you can always, you always know better. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, what happened? I walked into a bar and he was on a date with a girl.
0: So we should just do a separate podcast all about our dating experiences. and our sexual preferences we'll we'll record another one next week since everyone Um, just wants to know
1: when like the whole thing with that it's like if guys were just to be really upfront and honest as scary and as kind of like because everybody's always afraid of hurting somebody's feelings Mm -hmm. but in turn you you're doing more harm by not being upfront. And I feel like for females, it's the same thing. Like anytime that I've been completely honest of where I'm at with someone, it kind of, it always saves me because, yeah. you know, like it's just like, this is what's going on. And I feel like I got that way. I became really open yeah. throughout years. I can't say that I was always that way before. Right. Cause yeah. you know, growing up yep. evolution, um, but even my girlfriends now, you know, like, The way that we talk to each other, it's very raw and honest and it might sting a little, but I, I like that better
0: personally. That's how I am as a person. Um,
1: What I want to know,
0: what I want to know about Crystal is about women tell all. Um, She didn't seem very remorseful. Did that bother
1: you guys? Well, this is, I feel that people had, the people that had more to say to her were there longer. Like, mm. that's why they, when it came to her and I talking about what we did, I was like, I already told you what yeah, was up. Yeah, it doesn't even matter. Like, there's nothing yeah. you to go back and tell you, like, you should have done this. I will say one thing, though. I didn- never knew that she said the C word, because you know that whole thing about well, her C. we didn't seeing- see
0: that. So she said the C, called you guys the C word. And called Aria a needle dick. We saw the needle dick, but the, of course they had I, to blurt out the C word. So that's what she said.
1: Right. Yeah. And I feel like a needle dick is like my worst nightmare. It's horrible. Um, But she <laughs> called us a C word and I didn't really get a chance to like, and then I had my whole Olivia Caridi like open mouth moment where I was just like, ah, like, like this. Amazing. It, it like did not shut my mouth, but in my head, I, you know, when she was going through this whole thing on Instagram where everybody was like attacking her. Yeah. I'm I i do not follow her on Instagram, but I had gone onto her Instagram and I had seen and I was like, dude, this is not that serious. Like people need to chill. Like these trolls go in. I don't even know. And want so to I saw her that. message and I was like, Hey Crystal, like, you know, I'm really sorry you're going through this, you know, like wishing you the best. Like you'll get through this, whatever. And she goes, Yeah. Um, I just wish I wouldn't have trusted the producers so much. And then when you see this clip and you see how the rest of the season kind of plays out, it's just like, so wait a minute, was that the producers putting that in your mouth nope. as well? Like, did did they tell you to say that? Like, this was literally behind this, like, she, pro- there weren't cameras on her when she said this, no. you know,
0: she was just If anything, and- she was better behaved when the cameras were on her.
1: Right. So, <laughs> I mean, I think. Some of these women are really smart. And, you know, even going into her two-on-one date, she was like, I'm the obvious choice. And, you know, I don't really know if any villain in the past really knew that they were like, oh, shit, I'm, like, really the villain. Like, she was rocking. She was just like, I'm the villain. She owned it. Yeah.
0: I did not know I was the villain. I had no idea that I was the villain
1: until it aired. And in turn, why do my lights like keep going up? And in turn, like, I think that that's probably, you know, like if people are going to ping you as that, you either have two ways to handle it, either let it get you down or yeah. embrace it and keep going. And I think towards the end, she kind of just embraced it.
0: It was, um, And I mean, I, I kind of wish I had done the same thing in a way. I mean, at least, but, but I am happy that I have shown people a different side of me and I'm sure we'll see right. her on paradise which i did not do um because i was like nope i'm good thanks i'm out but she'll (laughs) totally be there she would not pass up an opportunity to be in a bikini and to push more fitness stuff does she
1: push a lot of fitness i think she's a fitness person or whatever
0: but her body is banging
1: yeah um Wait. I'm curious to see. I feel like that won't be the, as as much pressure as it is to be in a house full of women trying to talk to the same guy. I think so it like, would be hypothetically a lot better. Maybe she'll do better and
0: she'll get redeemed and she'll get engaged. I feel like
1: everybody can do better in paradise. Everybody.
0: I mean, I debatably I'm could have gone, but I just did not want to be in a swimsuit on television. That's not what <laughs> I'm about. Um, was, was Women Tell All the moment where they blurred your boobies?
1: Oh my God, yeah. Why did they blur your boobs? I literally, somebody kept, somebody messaged me about it and I was like, too much sauce. Too but hold much on. sauce.
0: they like, they see your outfit before you go on. So they literally could have said there's too much boob to that outfit. Right.
1: So I think why they blurred it in general was because even though I had tape from the side and I had nipple covers, I want to say I had nipple covers Good. and I had tape. So like, even if the tape would have flown off, you wouldn't have seen a nipple. But their camera angles are everywhere. And so I think that from the side, they were afraid, like it may have, like you saw too much under boob and stuff. So they were like, let's blur it out completely. But then the funny thing is that on my Instagram, I posted like three pictures from that night. Yeah. So everybody's like, hold up, wait, it's, (laughs) it's, they blurred out your tits. Well, you know what they called.
0: they talked about glam shaming, but you got tit shamed.
1: And that's I got really, it. really sad. I'm actually really proud of these boobies. I'm You're proud. Gonna hear I'm so proud of my juicy boobies now because I've had three surgeries. Three. What? Basically, if you don't need boobs, don't get them. <laughs> so, like, like, it really, it's not that, like... I got them so and I, I love them. I love my boobs now. So... I used to always be like a full C and mm-hmm. then so I have Crohn's disease, right? Which is like an inflammation of your intestines. Like when you have a flare up, you have a flare up. There's no way of controlling it. Oh. I'm not a medi- I'm not, I'm not a medication because it's r- really strong stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, if I can kind of, but you can't control it. So like, if you're, if you get hit with a year of like stress and your body just wants to say F you, yeah. you're going to struggle. Wow. So I lost a lot. It was like when I was 19, I lost a lot of weight. I got really sick, lost my boobs. And then right when I had the marriage, yep. right. I had looked into getting him done, but then he was like, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. So I got my boobs done, had a little bit of an issue where like they felt uncomfortable and too big. And like, you know, the whole like pressure when I laid down, I was like, God oh, doesn't feel comfortable. So I went to a new doctor, changed the implant loved one a little bit smaller, yep. loved it. But, then i went through it was i was 28 years old and had i never had acne growing up and then went through like hormonal acne breakout like i literally just i never i'm never on snapchat and i went on snapchat you know how you could i would would save my stories of like what my face would look like i'm like so when people compliment on my skin now it's the greatest compliment they can ever give me because I went through a really bad year. Wow. Like it did not stop breaking out. Damn. So my doctor put me on Accutane of how I, bad it was.
0: I took Accutane, yeah. That shit's crazy. Safe lifesaver. Yeah.
1: Um, but it was so soon after my surgery that um it encapsulated, we think until there's studies to prove whatever encapsulated um my mm-hmm. boobs. So, like, I got them done right I got them redone right after winter games. Wait, and I- Wow! I went down another. So I was like, I want to go smaller, and we changed the style. And so now they're nice and squishy, and I'm super happy. We changed the
0: style oh. of my boobies.
1: <laughs> you know, because you have like high profile. Moderate. Oh, I
0: feel it. Yeah,
1: you want to look good
0: in your underwear, right? You're like, duh, Olivia. You obviously want them to be comfortable too. I don't want you guys to sacrifice style or comfort. Instead, I want you to check out Me Undies. They are the perfect balance of comfortable fit, and every month they have new and exciting prints that arrive at your door in a super fun bag. So here's what makes Me Undies different from everybody else. Me Undies uses lensing micromodal in their underwear. Okay, you're like... Olivia, what is that? It's a sustainably sourced, naturally soft fiber that starts with beechwood trees and ends with the most amazing fabric you will ever experience, okay? The results, they are downright dreamy. I swear, when I wear my MeUndies boy shorts to sleep at night, my dreams are even better. I sleep better. I've tried tons of brands of undies, both for my sleepy time boy shorts or for just my daily thongs, and MeUndies are by far the most comfortable that I have ever ever worn. I don't even know what I was missing until I found Me MeUndies. MeUndies adventurous prints and designs. They're all limited edition, new patterns. They're released every few weeks on a rolling basis. So also if you're into those classic colors, MeUndies has those too. There's a 100% satisfaction guarantee by the way. So there's no reason not to try My favorite me undies. Me undies guarantees you will love their undies or you'll get your money back. So listen up. Me undies, by the way, has an exclusive offer for my mouthing off listeners because y'all are so special to me. For any first time purchasers, when you purchase any me undies, you get 20% off and you get free shipping. MeUndies is so sure you'll love their underwear that they offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you don't love the first pair, you will get a full refund. But... I know you'll fall in love, so it's a no-brainer. Get 20% off a pair of the most comfortable undies you will ever put on. To do that, to get your 20% off your first pair, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, you just have to go to meundies.com slash Olivia. Okay? Go do that right now. meundies.com slash Olivia. You have great boobs, but are you aware that you have the greatest ass in American history? <laughs> you guys go on Bibiana's Instagram um
1: she's got some ass photos that like could turn me gay <laughs> well so I mean we have to I feel like we're talking about like what I, you can leave this whole thing because I can talk about this stuff forever yeah. but I went through this whole like body shaming era I used to cheer for the Dolphins And so like we would literally get pictures of like my stomach circled like this. And like I went through a really bad stage where like I gained like 30 pounds and I didn't own a single swim. Like I wouldn't even look at myself in the mirror. I feel like I went through like two years where I wouldn't. My dad Dad was like, can you wear anything that's not black? And I'm like, no, as I wear all black, I'm warning my body, dad, leave me alone. Like (laughs) I went through really bad times. I
0: feel that I relate to that hard.
1: Like I wouldn't look at my like it was it was really sad because I hated myself because I thought that I looked disgusting Mm. and I didn't own a single swimsuit. So then I think even after like even when I had I had worked really hard throughout the years to like lose the weight and in a healthy way where like I just got back into working out and not weighing myself. Mm. Um, And then I went through like then I even. Even when I was married, like I felt really, like I wasn't pretty enough because his family was gorgeous, and nice. like everybody around him was like gorgeous. I always felt like weird, and I don't like this whole transition between like twenty, I would say twenty-seven to twenty-nine, but twenty-nine was like my year where I just like said fuck it, yeah, like I need to love my body no matter what, and you I still struggle every day.
0: Oh, I do too, know? babe. I do too.
1: And and that's when I was just like, I'm going to embrace it because one day I'm going to wake up and I'm going to be 90 years old and I'm going to look back and say, you were an idiot. You had tight, nice skin. Your body is
0: amazing. Uh, Seriously. It's truly incredible. And I understand that you might not buy that because I have body image issues and I would post a photo and everyone could say you look amazing and I would still hate the way that I look. So I totally get it. But your body is amazing
1: seriously you. you're
0: welcome it's amazing
1: I mean I I couldn't be happier to live in a like live with, throughout this time where like everybody's really embracing mm-hmm. every body type like yep. for sports illustrating sports illustrated to be publishing like Ashley Graham like I love the Ashley Graham shout out to my and best she, friend Hunter McGrady love her she's on it work There you know, like even now I'm like, I'm sitting down and I'm like feeling the cellulite on my thighs. I, and I it's literally just, like, am
0: too right now. I'm squeezing I'm, like, my oh,
1: leg. This. But, and I fluctuate oh, I fluctuate I now, left and right. Like, so right now I'm on the heavier end. Somebody tweeted during winter games where like, we know what Bib- like, Bibiana was carb loading. Cause you know, they had the whole in and out burger clip. Yes. Somebody was like, well, we know that Bibiana was carb loading for winter games. I hate I'm people. like, we're like, is she pregnant? I f- I hate people. I'm like, no, guys. It's called I'm a Latina. And, I'm a Latina, and everything. And like, I eat a burger and it shows. You know, like, I wish I'm, I I'm had never the excuse
0: being a- of being Latina. I just eat a burger and I gain ten pounds.
1: I you, you know like some it. women are built differently. You yeah. know, like I'm never someone who can't watch her weight. And right now, like I'm on the heavier end, and I'm trying to just be like, you know what, it happens. The other night. Last night I ordered McDonald's and I ate it in bed because I was going through it and I said, F it. I'm going to Uber eats this bitch. By the way, McDonald's is a block away from me, but I would never be seen walking in there. (laughs) Go drive through. But I have the app. Well, embarrassingly (laughs) enough,
0: I have eaten Taco Bell every day for the last five days. Um, I don't have a Taco Bell. Well, proudly uh, I have. And you know what? I... I just am not interested in shaming myself anymore. So I know that fundamentally I have a good body and I know that if I have something in moderation, I believe in the 80 20 rule that, you know, if I do well all day and then I go get myself a taco that I'm not going to die and I'm still going to work out tomorrow and it's going to be okay. And that's something that's taken a long time for me to learn. Personally.
1: I'm still I'm still going through it because I have these anxiety like eating spells and my anxiety eating spells don't come in a day it comes in like two weeks three yeah. weeks at a time right and I slug, and it's almost like this like sit at home I'm not putting on my jeans because they don't fit me mm. don't text me don't call like I just go through it and so I'm I, I go through I call it the roller coaster of like like oof I'm funny enough, I was talking to my best friend and I was like, I want to get to the point. I'm reading this. I just found this one actress. I like love to see the science behind like the neuroscience, like where yeah. our brain works and what triggers what. So I'm like, I'm all into that now because I feel like it's a habit Yeah, without me really realizing it. And I'm like, I can't have, I need to get rid of this. I need to find a way this year to overcome it completely right. because God forbid within like, let's say the next five years, I have a daughter. Oh, who, I yeah. don't want to even like, she can't see me act that way. Yeah. You know? Well, that's awesome. Like,
0: I love this conversation. I hate that. I, that I, want... I hate that. I like have to even talk about winter games anymore. Okay. What's next? What's no, next? I, I do. I do want to, I, I want to ask about Luke Pell. When when he was on the show with Stasi, did you get the impression that he was looking for a relationship?
1: I um, I would talk to Luke. Is really funny. Yeah, like he I, has a fun sense of humor. Yeah, uh, like he has a really good sense of humor, and Stasi has a really good sense of humor. Like that girl's hilarious. Okay, so seeing them together, it just felt like this was a surprise to both of them because Stasi spoke about it like she wasn't. She's she didn't even think she would like this guy, and then he was just such a gentleman throughout. Mm-hmm. You know, like very patient with her because like it's a different culture in a different country and like they don't kiss in public, like yeah. all these things that came with it. So I, they were one of my favorites to be around because they would always have a really good time. And yeah. they were hilarious, like so funny together. Um I did see a picture of him with a girl go up. He has just announced uh,
0: the uh, Instagram official girl. I know that he had her in his life bef- like for a while. Like she's been around for a while. They've been like on and
1: off, I think. So that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Like I, I've known about her for a long time, like her existence. Um, Did you
1: listen? I know that he was on
0: the Almost Famous podcast. Well, here's what right. I want to know. Here's what I want I to know. I haven't listened, but he has said, um, and, and this is why I want to ask because you were on stage at the reunion or whatever they called it. Um, was the conversation between him and Stasi? was that how it was? because he claims that there was a lot that wasn't put in there, that they had a long conversation, and they pulled just that little bit. so you were there.
1: okay, so i before Fantasy Suites, Jordan and I had broken up, yeah, right, so the difference between I between myself and pro, like my relationship with Jordan and his relationship with Stasi was that I was always telling Jordan all of my I was always sharing my doubts. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Where like I was really honest with him. Ooh. So when when our breakup like it wasn't too surprise that we were he knew I feel like he had a gut feeling that yeah. if I ask these, like re- like if I push, if I put all this pressure on the relationship, she like, she's probably going to say no. Yeah. Versus like Stasi and Luke never really had, like I felt like they never had those conversations throughout. So she, at the end of it probably felt very blindsided. Yeah. You know, and as a girl, how like, Saucy's younger. Again, through my relationships, I've become a very... I'm a hopeless romantic, but I've become a realist at the same time. Yes. But I would be that girl that would think that a relationship that far apart could work. Yeah. You know? And when you're having this guy who, like, you're clicking with and is being so respectful, like, I can see where she probably really thought like this could work right now when it ended it makes sense why he never really I haven't heard his story I haven't really heard what his explanation is I think that he he had his chance to say it all on the tell all and he did a poor he he poorly communicated that and we saw it when everybody saw it yeah um (laughs) He could have done a better job at that, but now I can see if he came back home and he had a girlfriend right away that why he wouldn't reach out to her. You know, like, I'm not going to reach out. Like Jordan and I don't talk. You do not you, talk. Like, we, we, we talked. You'll hear this a little bit, but Herman and I had talked. Um, we left and like, we even talked the day after we left the house. Mm. You know, he did the sweetest thing where like he called every room in the hotel to try to find me until he found my room. Cause you know, they, they split us yes, up yeah, and at yes. the state, like out of Vermont, you weren't going to get a flight that same night. No. Like you had to wait like two days. yeah um, Cause then you had to travel back or whatever. So he was really sweet and we ended up talking and, you know, I also felt like this guy had such a bad experience that you know, people should see how great he was, mm-hmm. right? But a lot of my hesitations came from the fact that he was so eager to move so quickly. One, I wasn't really used to that, yeah. right? Two, uh, you heard his Bachelor story where he basically had to act for nine weeks. Yes.
0: To be he the Bachelor. That
1: was a little concerning, you know? Yeah. Although what I saw with him was like genuine. Mm-hmm. Um, but we talked after. You know like we didn't talk all the time but we we caught up you know where, where it like felt like we were, we're fine. okay yeah imagine going through that experience you're with someone the whole time and then they just go cold turkey and you don't understand really why but now that like if i ha- would have had someone waiting for me back home right where it was like the moment i landed in miami like you're back i need to be with you like what happened yeah you know like you're not gonna want to talk to that other person because right. out of respect for the person you're with. I mean, again, I do not know his story because I haven't listened to his end on anybody's podcast, but I see how that happened. I just feel like he could have done a better job. You know, like sometimes we're so afraid again, back to Telling afraid the truth. of saying the truth because you're afraid of like hurting people, what people are gonna think. But I feel that maybe if he would have sat down in that tell all yeah. and been like Hey, like, you know, yes, I had this experience with you, but then I came back and like a week later, this girl that's been in my life, like her and I reconnected and And out of respect, people would have loved him for that.
0: You are so damn right. Here's what I want to give you a chance to, to, to like tell people the truth a little bit because I looked at your Instagram and the episode where you and Jordan broke up, everyone had a lot of opinions and their biggest thing, and I'm gonna literally read one because I wanted to get it exactly right. Why would you go on a show about finding love and then run away from it? Was basically the gist of it. So what is your response to those people so that can just be like put to bed?
1: Okay, um, Jordan and I knew each other for five days.
0: Thank you everyone. Ah!
1: People don't know that. People This wasn't that. 9 weeks. No. This wasn't 2 weeks. This was 5 days. Jordan came in with issues with the visa. Wow. Maybe like that could have sparked my mom, my mom broke it down for me, right? Because that night, that weekend after Winter Games, I I bawled on Thursday. I was like everybody hates me and I told this guy the truth. Like I told him that I couldn't be with him and everybody hates me. Like I'm I'm not leading him on. Like I could have easily told him I really wanted to to do the ice dancing with him. I really did. Yeah. You know, like I re- I was excited for that. Um so I could have easily told him, "Oh yeah. Well, you know like Let's we're going to be together." Never maybe what luke did you know you should like, have pulled a luke i should have pulled a, what well, if luke i really...
0: got reamed too so you're
1: all both of you got yeah but like so i i basically got crucified for being honest with this guy and telling him like this isn't gonna work out for me because i'm not on the same page as you you know and that night i remember i don't have a tv in my house like yeah. i watched TV off of like my computer and my girlfriend was like hey there's a there's like one of our friends, it was throwing an event and I'm like, look, I really wanted to watch the, like, this is a, my last episode. Like I wanted to really watch And She goes, come on. And he's an, he's a friend that always comes through for us. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I should, it was so, it was during food and wine festival. And I was like, you know what? It probably would do good for me not to watch this. and like, go hang out with my girlfriends for an hour. Yeah. But I told, I warned them. And then I'm sitting there and all of a sudden my, my tweet, my Twitter, my Instagram, and I get home and I bawled. I'm like cried. And you know, I kind of felt like you, until you're in that predicament, you don't really know. Right. Right. And so you always think like, just brush it off. These people don't know you. But then when you're really reading these things, it's just like you want to defend yourself, but you don't want, you know, like I'm someone who's so outspoken that like I didn't want to speak out of like anger and like there's so many times where I just like wanted to say really mean things you know and go on like the worst thing I I came up with in my head and I'm like do not say this to the world because you're a freaking bitch as I do I just
0: wrote tweets and saved them as drafts because I knew I just never could send them
1: I literally did a whole Instagram thing like people wanted me to commit to Mr. Flip a coin after five days like, yeah,
0: by the way, um, it's funny. So I, I was in New Zealand fairly recently. Mid, yeah, February. And um, I did a, po- a Bachelor podcast in New Zealand. Yeah. And they said, and I've never watched Bachelor New Zealand. And the, yeah. the interviewers said, we're going to show you three f- photos of the three Bachelors, which Bachelor faked an entire season and then flipped a coin to pick who he was going to pick. And I just knew I pointed to him and I was like, this guy. And I go, yes, Jordan, by the way, that is what Jordan did. If you did not watch or or anything, he flipped a coin to pick someone.
1: Yeah. I mean, in his defense, like I feel bad because he wasn't connecting with people and, you know, they don't have the budget that we do here no where it's like if that would have happened here what do they do they probably find new people to bring like, like just do something him. crazy and redo yeah.
0: the whole season or something
1: yeah like they would find a way to make sure that yeah like if you're not interested in anybody you yeah. know so he got it sucked for him yeah a lot but from my understanding i feel like him and the girl that he ended up with were in an agreement that
0: this is how you know like
1: this is, you and know, then like she changed just her mind and
0: decided to go a wall on
1: him. Right. Like she yeah. decided to be like F you yeah. She turned on him too. Versus totally. like, let's just ride this ride. Yeah. I mean, he even told me that he actually became like, he, he actually became friends with one of the girls and he felt, he genuinely felt bad bringing them all the way to that end. And just then be, kind yeah. of experiencing that scrutiny. So like he let them go earlier on. And like, so it kind of sucks. It's like, you trust this person mm-hmm. to be like, you know, let's just play it out. Yeah. And the girl flipped on him.
0: Totally did. Like she
1: wanted to, but I, I feel like he probably picked the villain or something. Do you I don't think know.
0: that the other Mr. Flip a coin could be
1: Ari? <laughs> no, he's a, uh, he's not a flip of a coin. He's just like, I can't make up my mind. I feel bad for him. I mean, how many times I think what people forget is like in bachelor world, right? A proposal means, Hey, now we're going to date. Literally, it's a date puzzle.
0: It's a date posal Date
1: engagement. Yeah. Yeah. It is. And so people forget that. Like these people have had zero time alone. No. You no know? time. Twenty hours and so max. I, I agree with what he said. Like I went from, just breaking up with someone that I was in love with, to then proposing to the other. I think what happened to Ari is that he was never sure. So like for instance, Ben said the, I love you to both girls, but
0: Ben knew it was Lauren. It was Lauren. And I knew it was, I mean, all of us, I think can say that we knew it was Lauren the whole time. Yeah. Did you get a vibe that it was Lauren or Becca?
1: And was there, I mean, you I, were I always, so this is the thing I was around Lauren with like, are you with Lauren? So I always like, even though I wasn't again with the intuitive thing, Yeah. Second second group date, it was a wrestling match. We were at this barn thing, right? She had already talked to him. Yep. But Lauren is a really quiet girl, and it took her a little bit a to warm up. to warm up, she yeah. and wanted to go back and talk to him, right? And so I told her, hey, Lauren, if you're going to go back up and talk to him, she wanted to kiss him. Oh. She, I'm like, if you're going to try to, like, she kind of wanted to, like, like, show him, like, because she's so quiet. I guess she kind of wanted to the show him that side. she could warm up, right? <laughs> Or she was warming up to him, maybe. And right. I'm like, if you're gonna go ahead and do this, like do it before I go. You know, like she doesn't do it before I go. And as soon as I sit down and talk to him, five minutes in, after everybody's had like 30 to 40 minutes, she comes back around. Everybody's had a lot of time with him except me. So this is another thing that I was like, oh no. I wasn't mad at her, yeah. but that's when I saw him. As soon as she walked up, I saw his like, Yeah. So uh, I was like, okay, this guy's into this girl. Yeah then during the rose ceremony that night, like I actually went up and they were together on the day bed and I felt bad because I know that she like had struggled to kind of warm up to him. So I was like, it's okay. And he's like five minutes and I'm like, fuck you. But okay, Lauren, like do your thing. Um, I think that she thought that I was mad at her, and I looked at mm-hmm. her and I, like came up to me, and I was like, "Lauren, I'm not mad at you. Like, this has nothing to do with you. Like, don't worry. You yeah. know. Like, at that point, I was just like, this guy's like not for me. But I sensed it then that he was heavily into her. And then, if you see how the season, like, he was always more into her. I totally like, agree. Body even language. language-
0: I mean, only a guy in love would literally only a guy in love the way Ari is was would reassure someone as much as he did, because Mm -hmm. I mean, with a lot. I mean, we all the whole time we want reassurance from The Bachelor and they say things like, oh, it's okay But like he physically was like. Reassuring her every date, like, I need you to give me something because I want a reason to like this propose to work, you right now.
1: He said it, he's like, I want maybe I'm forcing it because I want it so I bad. I want it so
0: bad. He was obsessed with her the whole time,
1: he, was, he liked her a lot. And if you look at like, you know, his ex, they look the same. <laughs>
0: They literally look the same. It's actually a meme right now. If you, I'm sure it's on Instagram. There's a photo oh, exactly. of him and Lauren and yeah. him and his ex, like Sydney or something the same.
1: Yeah. Or even with Emily. Ma- yeah. Like Maynard. Yeah. Totally. He, he has a type. I mean, people forget like how many, I'm, ha, how many times, right. You date someone for a while and then you, it doesn't work out for some reason. And so you start dating somebody new and then that ex, Kind of comes back into yeah. your life and then you realize like oh my gosh wait a minute i'm not like this isn't complete this door hasn't yeah, closed totally and you realize like, you want to be with that person then it works out except that for him and her like it's just all over for america to see so he really got the
0: but i honestly I... do think as much as i i distaste some things about him i think it took major balls to do that, even though he knew America would hate his guts, hate him, he did it.
1: The thing, yeah. I mean, you. I follow both of them now, and yeah. they're so happy. They're so
0: happy. I sometimes look at their stuff, and they literally look blissful and happy. And in the end, Becca What's has totally won. Right. So both of them won. It, it's horrible, and it was a terrible experience. But, like, in the end... Kind of
1: it worked out. He did it, and he did it soon enough, yeah. right, to allow Becca to heal. Totally, if that makes sense, right. And so I'm yes. really happy for Becca. She was always one of the sweetest. Like she was so sweet. Yeah. Um. And I'm happy for Lauren as well. Like I know that I wasn't there long enough, but they're happy, and that's at the end. All like the, the bachelor, the whole thing is for him to find his person, and for these two people to find each other, and they did. Yep. And I think that they might be the next Sean might, and Catherine. They might be the first to have a baby before everybody else. Woo! Like, I really do. I mean, it just sucks that he didn't communicate as well as he should have. Right? Men. That's what sucks. Did <laughs> they communicate- ever
0: communicate well? Ugh. I'm going to get so many man haters. I do have man listeners. Um, okay. I have absolutely loved this conversation. It has been so fun and I'm sorry that it went longer than it needed to, but no. um, I enjoy you a lot and I wish we could be in the same room and then go get drinks after this, but I'll come to Miami whenever.
1: Please. I mean, it's crazy right now. It's spring breakers everywhere. i actually never get recognized in Miami oh. um, because it's Miami is like such a, and I live on the beach yeah. and it's like such a tourist city, but now with all the spring breakers, it's I promise crazy. you within the last few weeks, I've gotten recognized so much. And ironically enough, I'm always with this one girlfriend when I get recognized. And so I'm she's like, 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 Oh, this is so annoying. She's like, but she, she, she's like that one friend who never watched The bachelor before. And she's like your biggest fan. So she Googles everything. <laughs> So That's she sweet. like sits there and listens to people talk to me. She's like, oh, it's good to see. Cause like, I love you, but like That's now I hear so what they funny. thought about this show. Those and are like, the good get-
0: friends to have though, are the people that don't know anything about it. Quite honestly, I think. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. Um, what's your, I already know, but what's your Instagram? What's your Twitter? Put it out there for the people go follow okay, Bibiana so- right now.
1: Yeah. Um, so my Instagram is Bibi, B-I-B-I, um, underscore jules j-u-l-z and um it's the same for my twitter i just like to keep it oh you have to
0: keep it all around that's the best way to get all the followers okay so go follow bibiana um and love on her and i i think the the moment you forgot jordan's name was the funniest moment i've ever had in podcast history i'm gonna get so much much heat for that but you were very nice in the end it's hard to remember things it's like putting
1: i'm putting you on the spot yeah it is i mean it is it does happen like
0: it happens people we forget things <laughs> <laughs> uh i i adore you um okay everyone go love on viviana on social media um will we see you on paradise maybe
1: Maybe. we'll see okay. we'll see we gotta figure out who's gonna be there too right like i can't agree to paradise without knowing like a are little there bit any of- vets that you would
0: be interested in seeing
1: I don't know. I guess I have to start watching a few seasons. You kind of have you to know? Get your
0: shit together and watch a little bit.
1: Just yeah. A little bit. I, I should. I'm
0: gonna think of who I could see you with, and I'll text you like later tonight. Once I've had like more wine. I'm really good at matching when I've had a lot of wine.
1: You should keep talking after this. I kind of want to pick your brain.
0: And see. We, we will text me. Text me like right after this. We'll just stop. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. I love you. Um. Love on Viviana. After She's those. the best. You so Bye, you guys.
1: Bye.